February 26th, welcome back to Edgeworth. I'm Zach Coles, joining us on this Monday morning by Sunline Sports and Alex B. Smith. We'll break down the four NHL games ahead of us here today, as well as talk a little bit about what went on in Chicago and the little bit of a fairy tale night that happened there. But before we can get into any of that, I want to remind people that today's show, as always, is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. And we recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp compares odds across uh, every sports book for games, futures, and player props so you can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Make sure to download the app today. It is available on iOS, Android, as well as on the web. And if you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. That's betstamp.app slash edgework. The link is available in the description of the show, whether that's on podcasts or YouTube. Make sure to check that out. Signing up through that link does help support us here. But gentlemen, we had a tough week last week. We talked about it on Friday. One of the tougher weeks we've had in show history from Monday through Friday as a whole. But Saturday, you know what? We dig deep. We get all the creators involved. We give out the best bets on the Saturday morning. If you're following us on Twitter, you see six plays come out. We go five and one on the day there. Help us rebound back after what was a little bit of a difficult week for us, bringing us to 259, 259, and five on the season. That's 524 bets. So far this year, a 5.2% ROI, and we are up 27.3 units. So solid, solid day for us there. Uh, and you can find that all over in the BetStamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. But Alex, talking about solid days, yesterday, the Chicago Blackhawks welcomed back not only Chris Chelios, but Patrick Kane in his return to the United Center there in Chicago. Uh, pretty special day for the organization, honoring Chelios, honoring uh, Patrick Kane's return to to Chicago there. And then it obviously it ends off with uh, Patrick Kane finishing that one in overtime, scoring a goal for the Red Wings to walk off with the win. Kind of feels like the perfect day because the Blackhawks still get a loss. You still have a good day. It's a competitive game. You're still looking to go kind of tank a little bit here. So it's just all in all a good day, would you say, for Blackhawks fans? Uh, a lot of people, I mean, everybody at the United Center seemed to have a, a really good time. It was a, a completely sold out crowd, which that's always nice to see uh, that building filled. And you know, for a rivalry game like Chicago versus Detroit, it was mostly Hawks fans, which that was also kind of refreshing to see. There were some Detroit fans there for sure, as we saw the uh, somebody threw the octopus on the ice at one point during the contest. So it was uh, certainly well-balanced uh, between the two. But uh, nonetheless, like you mentioned, you know, Chris Chelios getting his number seven retired. I, I've felt some kind of way about this for a while, considering his history. He's played longer with Detroit than Chicago, uh, won his championships with Detroit, and, and, and got a bunch of honors immediately uh, with, with the Red Wings. So as far as I'm concerned, Brent Seabrook, you know, down the line, of course, could not have that number retired for him now because he's still under contract technically with the Tampa Bay Lightning. But it's something that should have been waited for down the road. And Seabrook, who helped win three Stanley Cups, should have gotten that honor instead. Uh, Patrick Kane comes back home to, to the United Center. And sure enough, he ends up getting the game-winning goal on a breakaway. Classic Sir Patrick Kane move uh, on a breakaway. And, uh, you know, what a wonderful moment, though, early in the game. Two minutes and six seconds uh, for the ovation. He does a lap three different times, and, and that's well-deserved for all that he's done when he was in a Blackhawks uniform. He's the greatest Chicago Blackhawk of all time and uh, definitely earned that honor of having that kind of an ovation. 
Uh, and for him to get a goal, obviously, he's, he was more than elated. And uh, it's got to be a great feeling for him, not just the fact of, of coming back to the building where he built his entire career, but also, you know, keep in mind this hip resurfacing uh, surgery that he came off of. A lot of guys had this in the league and didn't come back to even be half of as good of a player as they were before. For Kane to be coming back and now having this kind of a groove and this Detroit team uh, playing well, that's a, a big boost for him. And I'm sure he's got to be feeling great and uh, a big boost for the club that he's on right now. Yeah, it looked shaky for him at first there. I think the team struggled immediately once he joined there. Uh, but now for them to get it kind of back on track uh, uh, for the Red Wings as a whole and for his point production to be there, kind of cool to see from that perspective. But from uh, having to read Joey Knish's tweets about the Red Wings winning a Stanley Cup, these predictions he's throwing out there, I wouldn't necessarily say that that yeah. has been yeah. as fun. Uh, so hopefully we get to see at least uh, a little bit of a disappointment for him coming off of his national championship. But so money, you talk about adversity you guys were facing that in uh, in Vancouver with a few consecutive losses there but then you go up for your own rivalry night against the Boston Bruins we saw you experiencing that in the Edgework chat talking about uh to put it lightly screw Boston uh and then you end up coming away with the victory there in overtime against the Bruins how are you feeling right now as a Canucks fan and being able to kind of avenge that uh that loss that we had a couple of weeks ago great great I thought that um they were they were unfortunate to get down to nothing in the first place in that game. I thought that the Canucks that was probably one of their best games in the last couple of months for sure. Um, and they just they just battled back. I thought it was a it was a great effort by the team. Um, it was something that we've been looking for 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 a while, especially after that Seattle game where they had absolutely no legs at all. So I was very happy with the game. I, and um, of course. Um, anytime you can beat Boston, that's that's great. Um, and now they can go back to losing another three straight games, and it's <laughs> it's it's all good because the Oilers and the and the Knights keep keep losing as well. So so we're in a good spot here. It's good. Life's good right, right now. Well, I'm glad to hear life's good over here too. So money, life's good over here too. Seven consecutive for the Leafs. Uh, solid win there on Saturday night against Colorado Avalanche. Come back from down to nothing. Ties obviously the Avs tie that one up three to three, but then find a way to close it out. That's all we're looking for. Find ways to win games uh, in in tougher spots like that, closing out road trips. So life is good here as well, and uh, let's hope life continues to be good here with the picks that we give out on today's show. We've got four games ahead of us. We'll break down each of those, give out best bets for any of the games that we do have. We will run through all four games, so don't worry about that if you are in the chat right now. But if you haven't already, hit the like button, subscribe here to the channel. Let's get to 5,000 subscribers by the playoffs. We're getting close, and we're going to crunch up right against the uh, the deadline to do that. But why not? Why not us? Why not hit 5,000 here if you're watching live, if you're watching back after the fact and you haven't already? Please subscribe here to the channel. Let's start over in Washington at 7 o'clock for game number one of the night against the Ottawa Senators, where the Washington Capitals come in plus 112, the Senators minus 120, and a total of 6.5 here in this game tonight. Uh, you see that one, minus 102 to the over, best price available, minus 106 on the unders there. So, Money, we go to you first. What are your thoughts on this game tonight, how these two teams are coming into this one, and where this one is currently priced? So, um, I think we should go ahead and... Uh... Get the bet in on Ottawa right now. Um, okay. It should it 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 should move in a little bit here. So um, I I like them up to minus one twenty five. Um, Ottawa is a team that I kind of 
was high on coming into the season, and then I swore off of them for a while um, because they weren't getting goaltending. They have been playing very well um, for the last little bit now, um, and they're kind of flying f- flying under the radar too because um, until recently they haven't been getting results, right? But but their play has been strong for for a while. Well, now they are starting to get goaltending. Forsberg, um, who should be their number one, um, I hope he, I, I, I hope the team is recognizing that. Um, and then I feel great for the kid because I know that he's battled through a lot of injuries. He's, um, he's, he's had a career that was headed towards an upward trajectory, but, um, but he got derailed a bit. So um, he looks like he's, he's starting to find his way back. He's starting to find his form and he's a guy that I'm always cheering for. So um, I'm glad that Forsberg is um, starting to play well. And Washington, I'm not high on Washington at all, and um, I've made no secret of that. Um, We haven't had opportunities to bet against them a lot because, um, generally speaking, they've been priced um, pretty fairly in the market. Well, now we're seeing a Washington team that um, I believe is not fairly priced um, because um, of where they are in the standings and where the sentiment is has has come in on – on on Ottawa as a team that's not a playoff team and a team that's 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 been struggling all year. So that's that's where the edge is right now. I think that um, Ottawa should be higher in the market, and I think that Washington, um, because of where they are, is too high in the market. So that's where that's where my edge comes in. And we did bet Ottawa, and um, we like them up to minus one twenty five. All right, there you go. Up to minus 125 and lots of minus 120s available right now, which is where we lock it in. But you can see that over in the bet stamp app where we do recommend people go to shop for uh, the best prices available. Minus 120, lock it in here. And we will recap all these at the very end of the show. Now, Alex, uh, what are your thoughts here tonight on this game? And uh, is there any way that you want you would want to get involved in this? Yeah, I mean, I haven't played anything with it. I would look at either Ottawa or nothing as well. Capitals has just been a team that I haven't been comfortable backing. Uh, really at any point this year. Uh, the Sins, we've seen them kind of go, you know, ebb and flow right now. And like I said, if I had to take a side right now, uh, the only way I would be looking would be Ottawa. So uh, like I said, I don't know if that's going to make, make my personal card, but that's, that's it. All right, well, we'll move on here to the next game of the night where the Dallas Stars are hosting the New York Islanders. Dallas minus 165, the Islanders plus 148. And a couple different totals out there, depending on what books you're looking at. But you can find some sixes juice to the over. You can find some plus money, six and a halves for this game tonight. Uh, Alex, where do you come in on this uh, on this matchup? And do you see any value on either side or the total? Yeah, well, usually when it's the New York Islanders involved, I, I like to go with the draw. And this is one of those draw season spots. You've got two teams that are in different conferences, having completely different battles. Dallas trying to figure their own things out within the Central. Uh, Islanders just trying to, you know, find a way to, possibly claw themselves in, get into a wild card spot. So I can see this game being a kind of slower, tighter pace. Scott Wedgwood most likely going to get the start for Dallas, uh, which I don't mind that much. Like I said, things kind of slow down at an offensive pace when you see him uh, in that Dallas side to take care of things with uh, handling the puck a little bit cleaner, playing a little bit more better defensively in front of him. So uh, I like the draw here at plus 350 over at Caesars. All right, plus 350 uh, in this one. We'll lock that in right now. So, Money, wh- where do you come in on this game? Uh, and do you kind of have any uh, any bets that you're looking at right now? I I, I hate betting Islanders games. I think they um, <laughs> they're the, they just they, they just drive me crazy, right? So uh, 
Um, Dallas, I think, is fairly priced here. They 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 sh- they should be the heavy favorite, even if uh, Wedgwood does does get the start. So um, I'll be passing on this game and cursing the Islanders under my breath all night. Okay, there you go. Uh, there's two games under the belt. Let's move on to the third one of the night here. The Edmonton Oilers hosting the Los Angeles Kings and the Oilers minus 150, the Kings plus 135, and a total right now of six and a half. Uh, so, Money, what are your thoughts on this side or total here tonight? Yeah, so the Oilers goaltending has dipped again a little bit. Um, and, of course, the Oilers go as their goaltending goes. We all we all know that, and that's what's that's something we've established the last couple of years now. Um, their goaltending has dipped, but their identity is still right now um, a team that does want to tighten up defensively. Um, they got into a pond hockey game against um, against the Flames over the weekend. Um, I think that there'll be um, there'll be an emphasis on kind of getting that back, getting the defensive game back on track um, against the Kings team that also knows how to tighten it up. So I think that the six and a half is um, is not warranted for these teams right now. Um, I would have made it a, I think com- I think coming in at six would, would have been fair. So um, I, I did play the under six and a half. I'm just going to check to see where I had it up until. Uh, there shouldn't be any plus money out there, but if we can get up to minus 110, we should be able to do that, right? Yeah, plenty yeah. of uh, plenty of bets available within minus one ten or up to minus yeah. one ten. Yeah, so so the Oilers Kings up to uh, under six and a half minus one ten is uh, is where I have it, and um, I think that both of these teams, um, especially playing playing each other as well, um, uh, I think that neither of them want to get into a back and forth game, um, and the Oilers do need to insulate their goaltending. So I think that they'll they'll get back on track defensively. The Kings are already there. Um, right now, and we just we just hope that the that the goaltending holds up. But uh, because of their goaltending, um, that's the reason why we're seeing a six and a half in the first place. So 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 the goaltending inconsistency is already baked into the six and a half here. So um, that's where the edges will go under six and a half. All right, perfect. Under six and a half, minus 105. Again, widely available there, uh, up to minus 110. So lock that in. But uh, for those of you looking right now, if you are looking later in the day, there was our pretty much uh, available everywhere that you could possibly look. So don't worry about that. Now, Alex, uh, where are you coming in on this game here tonight? Yeah, well, I mean, the under makes sense full game because the approach that I initially had looking at this would be kind of waiting uh seeing what the pace of, of flow would be and maybe try to get an over in game at a lower price so uh you could grab it on a six and a half now and i could see where this game maybe uh go scoreless after the first 20 minutes and you could probably try and grab uh something in the middle get a like a four and a half uh to the over if, if you feel so inclined but that's kind of the way i was looking at this i could see this being kind of a, a two two three two kind of a contest uh, I said both teams needing to kind of short things up defensively. Obviously, uh, neither team wanting to concede a point at all. But these two teams are tied uh, right now in standing. So, uh, humongous game for them. This would be one I would normally kind of draw, uh, sprinkle on the draw a little bit. This is not one of my favorite spots. I can see where maybe one team kind of pulls away late. We might see some empty net kind of goals. So, this is a live contest for me. Uh, I'll be trying to look for some things in game. All right, there you go. Well, we are motoring through these games here today. Three down, one left to go here. So last game of the night, the Seattle Kraken plus 120, the Boston Bruins minus 132 here, and a total of five and a half. 
Alex, I'm going to go to you first on this game. We know that you had a little bit of an interest with the Kraken ahead of the season here. Uh, this yep. this Seattle team is a team that we've looked at over the last little while, been kind of digging into some of those numbers to make to miss playoffs, whether there's value there or not. In this game here tonight, hosting the Bruins at plus 120, do you see anything on that side that you might be interested in or maybe look at the total, or is this a pass game for you? Yeah, I like the total in the first period. At first period over uh, one and a half, you can get that at a fairly cheap number. We've been seeing, you know, Boston playing with a lot more pace and tempo early in contests. And, you know, Seattle, after that loss on Saturday uh, against Minnesota, which is, I mean, that's a, that's a really tough loss for them to take against a team that's, you know, jumping in front of them now in the, in the wild card race. Uh, they got to come out hot. They cannot sit back and let Boston uh, dictate uh, the pace and, and flow of this game early. So I think we're going to see goals going both ways. This is a really cheap number for that one and a half. So I am going over the total in the first 20 minutes. All right. Over my, uh, over one and a half minus one Oh five, their first bet locked in of this game. So money, do you have any other bets you'd like to add to the card between the Bruins and the Kraken? Yeah. So we're seeing the Bruins play um, has dipped quite a bit um, over the last week. I do worry about their legs here at the, at the end of the road trip, um, we we mentioned um, kind of last week that they are they are dipping defensively. Um, we saw that play out in the in in the Canucks game as well. Even in the Calgary game, even though the scores the final scores are not indicative of um, how those games played out. Again, we're at a five and a half um, with two teams where Boston is dipping defensively, Seattle. Right when we think that Seattle just maybe looking to turn it around, they they come up with a game like they did on Saturday against the Wild, where they reverted back to um, what they've been playing like the whole season. It makes sense because I mean, one thing I always say at this point in the season, you 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 are who you are, right? Like like you're not gonna change, you're not gonna change your DNA at this point, right? Seattle is a team that. Um, for the most part, um, has has been having trouble defensively, even though they do try to tighten it up. Um, their their goaltending, when it does get hot, like we saw with Joey Decord, um, sometimes it bails them out. And for the most part, they have trouble generating offense. Right? That's 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 the makeup of this team. So now we've got to look at the total, right? Like, and you know that my eyes perk up whenever I see a five and a half, right? Um, so Seattle. Would be a team that that does profile for an for an under five and a half um, at this point of the season and where they're heading. Uh, Boston doesn't, right? I think that Boston um, is giving up more than what a five and a half team should, and um, I, I I still think that they're that they're generating enough where. Um, where, where the five and a half total is too short for me. So um, I did play the over five and a half, and uh, we like it up to minus 115 okay uh over five and a half there minus 111 we're also on the over one and a half in the first period of this game so we've got a bunch of bets here for tonight shorter show for us here today gentlemen on this monday but i mean i guess you only get four games and when you motor through as quick as we did and you get lock in as many bets as we have here today it shouldn't matter as much so to recap the bets that we do have you can find those all over in the bet stamp app 
in the find better section as Edgework HQ, where again, you can see everything for the entire season, whether that's uh, you want to look at daily, weekly, monthly, or you want to just look at this year as a whole, or even dating back to last year, how we've done, you can see records, uh, how we do against spreads, totals, sides, and even against different sports books there. Yeah. So money. Sorry, Zach, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Um, um, Ottawa is steaming right now. So, so that's where we, so what we're saying it's it's gonna move just now so so if you're not on it right now get on it go now <laughs> okay <laughs> makes sense makes sense so good heads up there from so money that if you have not locked in your son's bed yet and that's something you're looking to tail us on then head on over there quickly uh but to recap the picks that we do have for today ahead of the four game slate for tonight we'll head on over to our own tracking here and you can see first and foremost we got the ottawa senators money line against the Washington Capitals here tonight, minus 120. Then we're going to go to the Islanders-Stars game and take the regulation time draw, plus 350. Then the LA Kings, Edmonton Oilers, under 6.5, minus 105. And then we have two bets in the Bruins-Kraken game here tonight. First, we're going to take the first period over 1.5, minus 105. And then second, we are taking the full game over 5.5, minus 111. That'll do it for today's games. That'll do it for today's best bets. So, Money, Alex, I appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. So, thank you very much here on this Monday morning. For everyone in the chat who hasn't already, please hit that like button, subscribe here to the channel. And we have plenty of content coming up today, including a watch along over on the Hammer HQ as well as, well as at theworldputtingleague.com. That's theworldputtingleague.com myself and rob pozzola on the call for event number one of the world putt league survivor series between six golfers here today determining who will advance to the final round april 2nd out in myrtle beach for the professional uh putting so head on over there to watch that at 1 p.m eastern time look forward to seeing everyone over there thanks to everyone who tuned into the chat here today again so money and alex thank you guys look forward to seeing you throughout the rest of the week that'll do it for us here today Enjoy the golf coming up next. Enjoy the games here tonight. And as always, good luck on your bets. <laughs>